When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there. It's time for most things Kenobi. I prefer all things Kenobi, but I suppose that's not the Jedi way. As long as it's not all things Anakin. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren. Oh, it's been a while. Yeah, hi. A whole week. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. How are you? It's nice to see you. It's nice to see you. Um, Yes, we do look at each other when we record. Um, Makes it real, even though we're not in the same room most of the time. You you were traveling, now I'm traveling. Yeah, we're we're the traveling space twins. It's... (laughs) It's been a week. Um, <laughs> a lot went on this week. Yeah, it's Saturday. God, I don't even know. It's been a very, very busy couple of weeks, honestly. The buildup to my trip, I was losing my mind. And that was while you were gone. Yeah, and then I got back from mine and Andor happened, which that's what this week's episode is about. We're going to give you our full rundown opinion thoughts, whatever, on the first three episodes of Andor. But before that, you mentioned today's Saturday. And I just want to say in Star Wars news, it was announced today that James Earl Jones has retired from the voice of Darth Vader. Yeah, that is just... It's an end of an era. <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs> he is he no one else can do it like there was someone else who did it on the radio dramas and it just was not the same the actor is very good and he was actually he's a very prestigious actor who did it but it's just not the same he is the voice and so just hats off all the respect in the fucking world to james earl jones you are the voice of my favorite character so (laughs) well one half of my favorite character generations of people know him yeah you know you cannot know anything else about star wars but you know the voice of darth vader and you know james earl jones so anyway before we get into andor i thought i'd tip my hat to the irreplaceable and wonderful james earl jones enjoy your retirement (laughs) yes you've earned it oh my gosh you've been (laughs) Force crushing people for decades. It's time for a rest. (laughs) Oh, is it though? (laughs) Sorry. It's getting weird already. (sighs) Okay. Well, also, I'm in a hotel room, so there there is a lot of noise in here. I apologize for any bad audio on this week's episode. But it cannot be helped. I've done what I can. Oh yes, I hey, I've come from a hotel. You've come from hotels. We're we're good. We got this. Yeah. So, Andor. Yes. Overall, it was good. I really liked episode three. Yeah, I know I know we have opposite opinions or like we had opposite experiences. So this will be an interesting 
um, episode. I'm I think so. I brought about. notes because I will preface this by saying I watched the first two episodes twice. Once the original time I watched all three episodes on my couch with my television, which I have a sound bar and a subwoofer. And I, my biggest problem, like I mentioned to you was I couldn't understand any of the characters. I had no idea what was going on in the first two episodes. None. And then yeah. like something magically changed in the episode, in the, third episode but then when i rewatched them i watched them with the earbuds on with noise canceling effects on it and i still thought everyone's voice was muffled so it kind of ruined the first two episodes i did not like them <laughs> yeah that's that they'll say that people will tolerate kind of crappy video for a while but crappy audio they will not so if you can't hear what's going on you'll be very frustrated you did mention a good point, though, that they have very strong accents, and per- perhaps I was struggling with the accents, which I'll cop to. I don't know. They, they had very thick accents, a lot of the they did. characters. There's a lot of, like, heavy Scottish and, like, northern English accents, and those are hard to understand on a good day sometimes. So especially if you're not used to listening to it all the time. I'm sure if you were, like, in Scotland, your ear would grow used to it, you know, but... Um, so what do you think overall? I didn't have that problem. I understood everything that everyone was saying, and I lucky. I blew, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it blew me away. I don't know the I. I'm floored. It, it, I honestly think this is. <laughs> dare I say this at our Star Wars podcast? Like too good for Star Wars. Like it's a whole mm. different. Mm-hmm. Like. Everything about it is different. It is. The kind of script is different. The cinematography is different. Oh, it's beautiful. It is. First of all, it shows. On-location filming looks so yes. much better yes. than the volume. As cool as the volume is, it just can't replicate real life. Nah. And it, it shows. Like, in the dynamic editing and the camera movement, they are completely strapped by using the volume it makes it harder for them to do cinematography Mm -hmm. so i was like eating that shit up it was yeah yeah i figured you'd have a more technical opinion i i uh i i thought episode three was just downright beautiful the symbolism i have it written down here the symbolism in episode three with the lighting and the focus on the characters and uh, just, you know, the overall feel, especially at the end, the story they were telling was mm-hmm. gorgeous. It was it was top notch. And it sets the stage uh, for everything that's going to follow, which I'm excited to see. I hope I can understand at least 35% of the next episode. Um, <laughs> it really ruined it for me because yeah. when you can't hear... I tune out completely. I was playing on my phone. I was like, what the fuck's going on? Like, why do I care? Like, that's the attitude I had in the first episode. I was like, this is not yeah. a good sign. This is not a good sign. Yeah. Um, but there were many good signs. I'm not going to shit on it just because I something's wrong with my fucking ears. But if it's a problem that continues, it's going to ruin it for me. Yeah, for sure. Understandably so. Yeah, I have to watch it with subtitles, and who wants to do that? Not me, but 
I will sacrifice watching it on my giant TV to put earbuds in if it helps. So maybe I'll watch it first with noise cancellation, earbuds, and then television. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I just watched it on my tiny little laptop, so I, and I didn't have headphones in. I was going to put them on, but I didn't. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's like, it, it, well, I was going to say maybe it's the sound mix, but it's not if it was the same experience on your earbuds as it was on your sound bar. Yeah, because I felt like a, a lot of the, it felt like a lot of the um, the music in the background and like the the humming and the, like the, the background noise was too loud or something. I don't know. I'm not going to harp on this. <laughs> it's just, that was my experience. And the first two, I texted you. I was like, I don't know where this is going. And then like third episode was exactly what I had expected from this show. Yeah. Um, so maybe it just was slow to me. But we said going into this, they have a lot of room, story building. They have a lot of free rain on how they handle these characters they're all new for the most part Mm -hmm. uh yeah there's there's a lot of good what were some of your favorite moments if you could oh my god Uh, honestly just right from the beginning well let's (laughs) talk about the fucking logo i was blown away by when they revealed the horned moon slowly starts to appear and then like the symbol and uh, the colors and the name and the music. I thought that was brilliant. I thought that was, I was like, okay, all right, right out of the gate. <laughs> and then I couldn't hear anything. So um, I really loved it. I love that. Um, I think I've heard a few people say they thought the first two episodes were slow. And I get it. But also I think it's funny that people think this is slow and not the Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, no. The Mandalorian is slow. It's so slow. And those are, you know, creators that I love. And uh, they're brilliant, and I know they're building to something. Yeah. But the thing that I I was, when I first watched the very opening scene, right, of Andor, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Immediately, I was like, Blade Runner. Mm -hmm. Everything is an homage to Blade Runner. Even the woman who comes out and speaks to Cassian. Like, the music, the lighting, everything. And I I love it. It's implying that dystopia, right? Yes. But then... I was like, okay, so that's a really cool introduction. After I finished it, like, the next day, I was thinking about it. I was like, that show hit the ground running. Mm -hmm. Like, no other show in Star Wars has. Because that scene, that scene is tying to his past. And it's a fulcrum point that changes his future. How interesting you say fulcrum. Well, that was a very... uh, That will come into play at some point, I'm sure. Yeah, so he he's there looking for his sister, which is tied to all the flashbacks that we see. Mm-hmm. So they're using this point to go back to that and move forward. But in that moment, he makes a terrible mistake and kills yeah. two people he doesn't really mean to kill. Which, which then... I loved that killing scene. The fight. How they focused on his face and they came up from behind. And then there was a struggle. There was no music. Yeah. And there was a struggle. First of all, how I'm so, I constantly want to figure out how they make laser shots look so damn real when they don't exist. (laughs) Like they were bouncing off the walls 
you know, because yeah. he was d- redirecting the arm and all this stuff. And I was like, damn, that looks really good. It, the lighting was amazing. And you could see yeah. the pain on Cassian's face. Like, he didn't want to do this. Like, don't come any closer. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. it happened. But I really, I really liked that scene. I did, too. And I, I loved how he, when he realized he accidentally killed that guy, the look on his face was just like, oh, what have I done? <laughs> but now he's in it and he can't turn back. And he does what he has to do. But if it's like a point of no return, right, for the character. One mistake, you can never change your life again. Mm-hmm. To back to, like, what it was. Very much like what happened with Ahsoka with the uh, J- Jedi who knew too much. Once we get to that point, there's no going back to what had been previous. And so, like, that's the moment that forces him to reach out to Luthen. Is that his name? I think Luthen Rail, something like oh, that. Oh, the uh, buyer? Yeah. And yeah. Which puts him on a completely new trajectory. So I, I was just like, that scene creates a through-line thread from mm-hmm. his childhood all the way to the end of Rogue One in one scene. And I was like, fucking brilliant. Where yeah. have these writers been all my life? <laughs> no, I, I, I totally agree. Um, I, it's the story and the characters that we were promised mm-hmm. and was delivered right off the bat. Yeah. The blue suits, the uh, mm-hmm. bad guys. Yeah. I fucking hate them. I hate them already, which is a testament to their character acting and the buildup yeah. of who they're supposed to be. And I hate Cyril is his name. The main, <laughs> yes. like the try too hard. Everybody is describing him as uh, the manager that everybody hates. <laughs> yes. He's the guy who wants to rise and is a fucking flop and tries too hard. Uh, I hate him. But don't hate the actor, hate the character, right? Right, right. Anyone who knows, like, Cersei or Joffrey from Game of Thrones, never hate the actor and actress, hate the character, but their acting is perfection because they make you hate the character because they're doing it so well. The amount of face acting that's going on is tremendous. I love it. Mm -hmm. I I just really hate them. I hate them already. And I didn't think I would hate anyone more than the Empire, but I might hate them just as much. Yeah, because, like, the Empire is giving them the room to kind of, like, do their dirty work for them. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because there was that scene where Cyril goes in and talks to his chief or whatever. Yeah. The, the older guy who tells him, like, don't make a big deal out of this because yeah, just it's going it to under reflect. The and he says it's going to reflect badly on our employers. And so I have this idea that he's going to ignore his boss and do all this crazy shit and at the end his boss is gonna still be right and he like everything he'll have done and sacrificed and struggled so hard for like his employers will be like why did you humiliate us yeah yeah you know look at all the people that were killed yeah all the negative attention you have brought to this situation that should have been kept quiet because everything that guy was saying about how we had a brothel we're not supposed to have. Officers right. there who shouldn't have been able to afford it. Like, yeah. I just thought, who writes a scene like this in Star Wars? It's so good. It was it's so real. good. It's real. It is. It's yeah. the kind of shit that companies worry about. 
They would rather yeah. lose two of their people than have all of this shit come to light and make them look bad. So just go ahead, right. leave it alone. We'll make up a convenient excuse. The end. And the fucker yeah. didn't even do that. I, I mean, it's great for his character, but God damn, I just, oh, I was so furious. Um, you know, the parts I could hear. I'm just going to keep saying that because <laughs> a lot of the times he was trying to tell those people at the computers to do stuff. And I was like, what did he just tell them? I can't, I'm struggling, but uh, the liked... other person. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Uh, the other person I hated was the boyfriend or the non boyfriend boyfriend of oh, the girl. Tim. Car yeah. Carlo was his last Tim Carlo. Is that his last name? T-I-M-M, Tim. Star Wars Tim. Star Wars Tim. <laughs> really, really was not sad he got killed. Fucking yeah, traitor. Yeah, he paid, paid a, a price for it. I mean, he didn't really understand what he was doing, I think. I think he did. I think he was a selfish prick. And he's like, I need to get rid of Andor to get her. Because he can't do it with his anything else. Yeah. His, his un... His unbelievable charm, which he didn't have. Like, he couldn't do it on his own, so he had to get rid of the common denominator. I, it just... Well, I, I... Yeah. I mean, in terms of, like, that he didn't realize it was going to have a ripple effect. It wasn't going to just be Cassian. Like, something like that is going to turn into all the people who are connected to him. Which it did, like, his mother and... Or mother, mm -hmm. adoptive mother, whatever you want to call it. And oh, I loved... I loved all of that. Oh my god, Fiona Shaw is such a good actress. She I is love... phenomenal. My She's god. So good. Oh my god. And to be like the younger version in the flashbacks and then the current version where she's kind of like frail. Oh. Yeah. Such With a the good same droid, which I thought I love the new droid. What emo? Oh my god. What's his name? B2 emo? The, yes, yes. It's yeah. <laughs> That's, That's his right. fucking name. Emo from the start. B2 emo. It's so great. I love it. He, oh my god, I loved that first scene where he comes up and Cassian is talking to him, and it. I loved that tender tenderness in that scene because Cassian's like, "Hold on a second. and like pulls yeah, I know. out a little thing that's bothering the droid, and he's like, "Take your time going home. Like, just take your time. Don't don't worry about it." So it's. I I got sad. I, it almost ruined it for me because you know how sensitive I am. When uh, the blue suits there were like threatening the droid and he put his head like he lowered his eye yeah. and his head like he would I, I didn't like that at all I don't like anything that implies like animal abuse or yeah. droid abuse you know yeah uh, so I, I was like uh-uh if this continues I'm turning it off I'm, I'm turning my back on the show but luckily that it was just a flash of a moment they didn't yeah. go any further I know my friend Derek is out there shaking his head going girl like because <laughs> he knows I can't watch like Anything over 10 seconds of tender shit like that that threatens. Anyway. Yeah. But I I have I already am in love with him. And he was his shiny new self on that, what was it, a Republic <laughs> ship that fell? Did I understand that correctly? I'm not sure if it was Republic or Empire, but they were wearing the scientist suits yeah. that you yeah. see in Rogue One. And they were all green, like they'd been exposed to some horrible chemical accident or something. Yeah. Yes, it was all... I don't... I don't know. I don't know. I, it's... You can tell they know where they're going with this yeah, story. Yeah, they do. I don't, but they do. <laughs> no, and they have all these different threads 
that if they don't tie them together, that that would be a sign of bad writing for sure. But I, I suspected that they're going to tie all these pieces together somehow. Yes, and it would be wonderful. I, I think they know what they're doing. I mean, yeah, many, many of the scenes, the shots, the lighting, it was all very deliberate. And Yeah, yes. Even the very, there is that moment in the first scene where he's at the bar, the brothel, looking for his sister. Cassian is standing against the background, the doorway, that's all these blue triangles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the the officers, the blue suits, whatever, are standing against a similar background that's all red. Mm-hmm. And Cassian's costume is actually red, but looks blue in the light. And their costumes are blue and looks red in the light. They're like mirroring opposites. I just was like, the detail in that one decision. It makes me so happy. <laughs> I didn't catch that, but that I, I will I will go back and look because that that you have the trained eye. I'm just the casual like uh I look for Easter eggs, I look for things like they mentioned yeah. calf for the first time ever <laughs> in live right? action. Also they said shit. They did, and they had a kissing scene, and I was pissed because I was like, okay, hear me out. <laughs> I was like we finally get something sexual in Star Wars, and it's this with these two, and it's not Kenobi taking his clothes off. Like we couldn't have gotten Kenobi with his clothes. Like I'm just, I'm biased. <laughs> it's true, it's true. But they didn't go too far with it, so it was like, okay, they 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 pulled back. So if they want to show something like that with Cassian, I'd be okay with that Absolutely. too. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Well, now we there's a possibility in some of those flashbacks, I guess. But yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah. I know. I had the same thought. I was like, "Is this a sex scene in Star Wars? What?" Uh, I I was like, "Okay, this the only other shit we've ever gotten is like Padme and Anakin like making out or whatever, kissing, whatever." Yeah. Padme in her boudoir dress. <laughs> I love the boudoir dress. <laughs> It's so it's unrealistic. <laughs> you can't sleep in shit like that. Anyway. Yeah. Well, maybe Padme can. She has her hair done at all times. She is the woman I will never be. Uh, but yeah, it was, I was like, okay, how far is this going to go? And why is it being wasted on these two characters who know nothing about? I want it to be Kenobi. Uh, I know. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, I don't know. It's just such an interesting, intricate connection like even the small details of like uh his friend who i didn't really i only watched it once so i didn't catch everybody's name me neither i tried to write them down but i didn't catch any of them the friends i liked them all yeah the the guy who is like a worker you know he's he meets him and they create this kind of story fake plan yeah Yeah. like what happened between them i loved when they showed the wall of gloves the gloves let's talk about that i i come from northwestern pennsylvania so it's a very big railroad uh train centric area coal mining Mm -hmm. and i got such a strong feel of miners railroad workers um total blue collar i have all the respect in the world from because i came from a family of blue collar hard workers and so I think it will connect with a lot of people that they found, they started the base with the regular people of the galaxy. We're not talking about Jedi. We're not talking about emperors or 
Darth anyone. We're talking about the common people in the galaxy where the rebellion actually fucking begins. And I did right. love how they showed, they took time to show that. Mm-hmm. And Cassian has these uh, rapports with all of these individuals. And it seems like they go back and he had to leave them all. Yeah. Which you see yeah. them in the third episode as he's going away. They all kind of look like uh, everyone's losing a piece. Like his friends are starting to realize, like, oh, these blue suits are here for him. <laughs> and this trouble yeah. is, yeah. Also, so he's not from Fest. No, he's not. We've been deceived. <laughs> I know. So Surprise! Canary? Is that what it was called? C- Canary. Canary, Canary. It made me wonder if it was like another mining reference, like Canary in the coal mine. Oh, I didn't even put it together. <laughs> I wondered if it was like a deliberate thing, but. Um, oh, shit. Dude, those kids. Like, is the it. The little tribal kids? It's like. The um, village kids? What the fuck is that book called? Uh, Lord of the Flies. Yes. Uh, they were saying that much. there was some sort of terrible accident that killed all the parents, all the. Everyone's dead. It's like. All the adults are dead. Are these like the kids that just got left and they kind of like raised each other and like grew up together? Well, I mean, they were in ranks and they had large clothing on that looked like flight suits to me. Yes, yes. I thought the same thing. Like for adults that they were like wrapping around and their their pipes, their posts were actually pipes. If you look at them closely, they're like pieces that were like like uh, a nut and bolt like yes threaded together yeah yeah i was like ingenious again the the thought of the detail which they may never explain to us in right you know obvious terms and the giant mine i do wonder if that is what killed them that's why maybe uh, cassian's character lingered there with some anger yeah oh man that the mine killed the because like none of the kids would be working in the mine, so that would make sense that the parents or the older would be in the mine working while the kids stayed back in the village, and then something happened at the mine. I don't know. Yeah, or maybe they were just taken from their children, and the kids that. think they're dead, yeah. but really yeah. they're miners. Like could oh. be. That was a great shot. Yeah. Yeah, and all of I that was of... so well done. Where uh, I don't really remember where episode three starts. Well, there is one thing that starts every day on that place. And that's the bell ringer. The dude who lifts his hammers and has like a religious moment and then like (laughs) proceeds to bang the metal, which I fucking loved. I do too. He took his job Seriously, he thought that was everything, and I, I love that they added that in. It was very poetic. That's a guy who, he kissed, and like, and so it begins, and then bang, 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 and it was just, it was wonderful. I love that. I was like, I like that, dude. That was, I love that DJ, and I love that they showed it multiple times. Like, it wasn't yes. just one time, which, again, is very much a call to, like, mining community, where yeah. they would blow the steam whistle, oh, yes. and that would be the yep. changing of the shifts going through. Because I like my family is also from West Virginia, so we have that all in our, not all of my family, but half of it. So like, yeah, that's definitely in our heritage too. It's, it is, it's a really cool, and you know the the, the screenwriter, 
There's mining in the UK as well. They have a lot of mines in like Wales. Oh, for sure. And, yeah, yeah. And such. So it's when you come from a mining background, it's very much embedded in your your like personal DNA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because mining involves a lot of tragedy. It does. It's a lot of hard work. It's dirty work. It will poison you after a long time of doing the same work. Yeah, but also what you're mining is kind of like the thing that keeps your country going. Yeah. Like things that we, we take for granted. So yes. it's, uh, yeah, it's very interesting. And you could see how like the empire would take advantage of that and exploit it on incredible levels. Oh man, that scene though with Luthen. It was even longer than what we saw in the preview. Yes, and I, it was even better because I love the interspersed scenes of them coming to the place. It added kind of yes. a frantic feeling to yes. it. Like they had to make a decision. And when they got away, and, and, and Luthen's kind of telling, lesson one, never do this. Lesson two, never yes. do that. And like, I thought it was so fucking cool when he blew it up at the end. Yeah. Like, it, they weren't in that original... <laughs> speeder they were on a different one or transport yes. and then they were on a speeder and he just like yes. click boom whatever and that like that was it you know yeah it's so cool because you can see how cassian is wily but like not wise yet he's not polished yeah but we know he gets there yes exactly you know by the time we get to rogue one he's very very good at what he does so it's yeah, it's really cool to kind of see how they're establishing his character as a bit of a tragic background, but also a bit of a, I don't even know, like a, a ruffian, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Like somebody who yeah. clearly owes a lot of people money, and you're not True. really sure why. So he's not oh. super like, he's <laughs> not like a super good guy, you know? But like, if you're in with him, it's good. If you If he owes you money... He's going to give you sh a lot of how, shit. How great was that alien character that just stood there? He's like, he told me to stand here. He just told me to stand here and look at you. Like, ah, like perfect. Like That was one of my favorite scenes. I loved that. Oh, my God. The face was perfect how tall he was, and his face is kind of angled in those eyes. And, like, he just told me to stand here. Like, I love that. He's like, you're working with him now? You need work this badly? Yeah, right. <laughs> do this? I thought that was so cute. I, I love it, too, when he's like, you know, it was great to see you again, and just walks away. Yeah, yeah. And the guy's like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did what you said. Like, <laughs> Pay me now. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Yes, that, that, like the little details like that. I, I loved that. Another thing I really loved was when shit was about to go down all of the citizens started banging on metal yes i didn't understand but i did at the same time like i was like what are they doing yeah but then i didn't need to know i just knew because they all yeah. started doing it and it was kind of blended in with um his stepmom's words of like when yes. it stops then what and then she gives like a look like hmm Oh my god, I, I got goosebumps. I right? love that scene. I loved her performance of that because so good. She didn't even say anything because mm -hmm. she was like, you know, when it stops, and he's like, what happens when it stops? And she just goes, hmm. yep, sits yep. back in her chair. Yep. yep. 
Oh, it's so great. That was fantastic. And then it did stop. And it was funny because you started to not even notice it in the background. And then when it stopped, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. It's just like slowly building your anxiety and you don't even know why. Yeah. <laughs> it was a brilliant, that's a brilliant touch. Yeah. I like communal things like that. <laughs> just the level of detail in this show. From those little details, but like they're not over explaining to you. They're letting, mm-hmm. they're they're respecting the audience's intelligence by just mm-hmm. putting it there, and either you'll put it together or you won't. But it doesn't really matter if you don't. Right. It's just gonna like add to the tapestry, you know. Yes. Yes. But yes. then like, when they're on the speeder bike speeding away, and they're going over those like they're like oh. rice paddies or like yeah. the different colored fields, which is very reminiscent of looking down at the United Kingdom when you fly over it. There are these weird shaped fields. They're not even necessarily square. Yeah. You know, you see that in a lot of agricultural parts of the country here, even in the United States. I just, like, you didn't have to put that detail in. They could have just no, been it was driving down a dirt road. Like, ah, I love it. I love the production design on this. It's so good. Well, the end was, the end of episode three was by far my favorite because of the focus and the the weaving of Cassian leaving one part of his past mm-hmm. with his stepmom, his now stepmom, leaving yeah. that behind compared to him leaving her again. Uh, well, he's leaving her this time. Yeah. Behind with everything he's known for this next step. And the sunlight on his face and the ship and his eyes, like, I thought, yeah. Like, it was like, uh, you know, hope and light are connected so much in Star mm-hmm. Wars. And you're looking ahead. There is light. You know what happens at the end of Rogue One with all of that light. Yes. That comes towards him oh. and Jin on the beach. So it's oh, like, God. this is the shit that I wanted from this show. Like, yeah. that scene alone, beautiful. Beautiful. I want to sh- show the parallel of him as a kid mm-hmm. you know, waking up in the ship and looking out. He's never probably seen a view like that. Mm-mm. And now he's in this new ship going out, and, and it's like the threshold of a new chapter in his life starting. You know, and like the, that they showed that in parallel, I thought was so... And like, not overhanded. It wasn't heavy-handed. It was... They even cut it in a way where for a second you weren't sure, are you seeing current or mm-hmm. past? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I... I or really did it matter? Because it. it was mm-hmm. so similar to him. It, exactly. It was his life yes. that he was reliving almost, you know, yeah. in, a, in a different way. So what are your thoughts on how, um, is her name Myrna? Was that her name? His stepmother, his adoptive mother, whatever. Her, and I didn't see what her husband's name was. I assumed that man with her was her husband, but... Um, what were your thoughts how she kept saying she wanted to take him and rescue him because the Empire's coming and they surely are going to kill him, whereas the man is saying he has people here, like, just leave him. Like, you're, you're taking him is actually going to do more harm than good. What did you think of that? Uh, I, I, I want to know if there's more to it than that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if there is. Like, maybe she just is you know, a nice, a good person who wanted to save one. But did the rest die or not? Yeah. I guess they didn't know about the other people. I don't know. It's, uh, I thought that was an interesting scene. Marva. 
Marva Andor is her name. Oh, okay. So he took her last name. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. I wonder if we'll get, like, what his other last name was. His native last name. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What, what did you... What did you think of it, though, of that? I kind of feel the same way you do. It's like I want to know if it's, if there was some other reason, you know, that she was. She was really eager to take him. She was, like, really quickly wanted to take him. And it's like, if it was to protect him, why take him? Why not try and find his people and leave him with the people he's already with? Yeah. I don't know. I Yeah, I thought it was a, an interesting... It, maybe they couldn't have children? Maybe. I mean... There didn't seem to be contention between her and Cassie, and they actually seemed to be very kind of like loving with each other. So right, right. He doesn't seem to hold a grudge about it, but maybe he does secretly and didn't want to show her. I don't know. We'll see how the, everything unfolds. I'm very interested to see how I they're going to keep representing that. I really hope we're not done with Marva's character, because... I, obviously, I love the actress. I love the performance so far, and I hope to get to know more because there's a gap there, and I'm yeah. sure we'll get some flashbacks that will answer yeah. some of these questions. Maybe, hopefully, I don't know. Yeah, I hope so. I hope because like he just leaves her without. She doesn't even know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like. Oh, uh, maybe she does. Mother's intuition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. It's possible. Uh, and 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 his voice did come over the droid that said, "Tell her I'm sorry. Tell her I have to go. Tell her." You're right. That's so right. she heard some of that, but yeah, maybe the female character, the the mechanic, I can't remember her name. Gorgeous. Oh yeah. Oh, Who I asked don't for calf? Her name either, yeah. <laughs> I feel bonded to her because she first thing she asked for was coffee in the morning. I love her. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, she um, maybe she'll have a talk. Maybe she'll go find the mother, make sure she's okay. Oh yeah, maybe. I'm sure they all know each other. Maybe. Did you notice when Myrna, Marva? Marva. Marna. Marna? I don't know. Minerva? No, wrong story. (laughs) Fiona Shaw? Yeah. Did you notice when she went into his his bedroom, he had a stuffed mammoth or uh, a bantha? bantha. Yes, yes, yes. I saw that and I was like, okay, we need to have one because they make stuffed everything, except I haven't seen a bantha at Disney yet, so they better come out with one. I want one. It's you know super my cute. my old saying of save the bantha, free the bantha. Yeah, <laughs> free the banthas. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yes, oh, I love it. <laughs> all right, our question this week to you all is: of the three episodes, which one did you like the best? Or conversely, if there was one scene that you loved in all three episodes. Which one was your favorite scene? Let us know. Join us back here next week. We are going to dive back into some Obi-Wan stuff. We're going to dis- uh, we're going to discuss similarities and differences between Obi-Wan's relationship with Satine and Anakin's relationship with Padme. There's a lot to dive into there. So, yeah. Join us back next week. Very interesting stuff. So we got a couple of listener comments from our episode last week when we tried to pair Star Wars characters with what their real-life jobs would be if they lived in the here and now. <laughs> ben, our friend Ben, sent this to us. He says, to answer your question, I think if Luke had our universe, he would be forced to be a cook in a restaurant that Uncle Owen is the owner of. 
that he keeps a very small staff count. So Luke would be a part of that, <laughs> which I could totally see. Yeah, I could see a that. Wait, staff. Perhaps the maitre d' in the Uncle Owen's <laughs> restaurant. He would be a great Just, server. He would be great, and he would hate every minute of it. <laughs> Absolutely. And then we did talk about the Rogue One characters, and one person we didn't mention is Bodie, the pilot. But Br- Ben says that Bodie would be a parachute instructor and remain a pilot in his, you know, on the off time. So parachute instructor <laughs> would be a really good. He would be like, you know, a skydiver. I could see that. Yeah. He's so nervous, though. Yeah, he would need to practice. He's a little he would, jumpy. He would be, like, double-checking your parachute over and over and over and over. Yeah. So what comment did you get on on YouTube, right? So, yeah, on YouTube, Gabby left us a comment saying, uh, Can you imagine Vader sitting at the desk when you walk into the DMV to renew your license ah! because you let it expire? Ah! And he's like, I find your lack of timely renewal disturbing. Yes. <laughs> I... Love that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. As always, we appreciate every single one of our patrons and are grateful for their support. If you would like to support the podcast and become a patron as well, head over to the Most Things Kenobi Patreon. You can also follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. If you enjoy our podcast, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple. And you can always find us over at mostthingskenobi.com. So, until next time, my space twin, may the Force be with you. Always.